All right, here we go. Another episode of the TR Expert Talks. We are in episode number 229, and man, I got a lot to talk about today. It's been an interesting ride as of recently. We just uh, started uh, having our t-shirt contest not too long ago. We got some pretty good entries so far. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing some more people's ideas. Uh, We're also, on the other side, not so great news. We've been having some issues with our HVAC unit. Oh, boy. I know long, in the long run, probably even like three weeks from now, I'm going to be like, oh, man, remember that HVAC we have an issue we had? But right now, when you're in the moment, it's kind of tough, you know? But anyways, it is what it is. You know, you're an entrepreneur. You kind of have to run across those type of issues. In life, you kind of have to run across those issues. That's why I always say that it's good to be strong or at least not weak when you deal with any kind of obstacles. Because at the end of the day, you know, happiness, that's great. But you can't really live off of happiness because uh, misfortune eventually is going to fall upon you, if you will, you know? So anyways, enough about that. Actually, that's not what I wanted to talk about today at all. Today, I wanted to give you a little treat. Uh, we're going to talk a little, we're going to talk a little bit about origin story, talk about my origin story, you know, like a, give you a little quick five minute origin story, because I'm pretty sure you've heard me talk about it in various versions, but I figured, you know, we'll get back to it, because, you know, we have some new listeners I've noticed. So I think it'd be cool to give you the origin story, but it's going to be in the context of talking about patterns. All right, we'll talk about how those link up and what patterns mean and why my origin story has anything to do with that at all. But anyways, before we get this episode underway, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you would share this podcast. You can share it really easily. All you got to do is just take a screenshot, just like that simple. Take a screenshot, put it up on your social media. Maybe if you want to get fancy, you can actually add some audio into it. If you did that, you'd be like my best friend because that takes a little bit of work. I know I've done it a few times on my own social media and that takes a little bit of work. So anyways, uh, I would appreciate it if you did that. If you don't do that, you know, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this, whether it be Bullhorn or Spotify or iTunes or Apple Music or whatever it is or Apple Podcasts, I think they call it now, uh, I think you're allowed to leave at least a rating. So if you leave a rating, I'd really appreciate that. Uh, if you also leave a review, I would really appreciate that because that would be the best. You know, that would be the best. That's really what gets people uh, looking at what's going on here. And unfortunately, I don't think on all podcast platforms they leave, leave you, let you uh, leave a review. But if you have the option, I would really appreciate if you took that option. Anyways, yes, let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Episode number 229 of the TR Expert Talks origin story. Lego! Right, so here we go. We're going to get it underway. They're going to give you a little short origin story. I was thinking about going the whole round, but you know, we'll say that for another day. I don't know, maybe for a special episode. Maybe that will be episode number like 300 or something like that, or 338, because that's like another one of my favorite numbers. But anyways, look, so this is what I wanted to talk about in, context, in the context of pattern recognition or patterns in general. So I was, I think it was last weekend. Yeah, it was last weekend. I decided that I needed a break. I needed to get just my mind off of what was going on in the world right now. In, in my world, not in the world, because I don't really care about what's going on, you know, in politics and all around me. I don't care about, like, you know, myself and my community. How can I help the people that are in direct influence with me? So I just decided I wanted to just take a ride out, and I decided I wanted to go to upstate New York, and that was pretty cool. That was nice, just relaxed, just chilled, hung out on a mountain, had some drinks with some random people, and came back the following morning. So it was good. 
Uh, but I thought about this when I was talking to my, my dad. And I was telling my dad about that trip. You know, we talk every once in a while. And I was telling my dad about that trip. My dad was like, oh, you went up and uh, drove to New York. What brought you to do that? And I was thinking to myself, I was like, what did bring me to do that? Because that's not something that your average person would do. And I thought back, and just the first thing that came to mind was winter of 1986. And I don't know why that happened that way, but, you know, sometimes the subconscious works in weird ways. And I thought about that. So that was just the first thing that just blurted out my mouth. It was winter of 1986. And we thought about that. And that winter of 1986 was that first, was my, like, one of my very first memories. I may have other memories, but that's my first real significant memory that I can totally remember clearly. And I remember exactly what was going on. I was really cognizant of being, you know, little Jerry. You know, or at the time I was little Jerry, you know, and I'm big Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> my dad's named Jerry, so that's why I was little Jerry. He's Jerry, and I'm little Jerry. Well, was. <laughs> Anyways, so I, I was thinking about that winter of 1986, and that we had my mom. She had just got stationed into tech into a school in Texas, and my dad had also just gotten selected to go to school in Texas. He was doing something with the military. He was changing like his whatever he was doing, and so they both had to go to school at the same time. So we were flying from Hawaii because that's where we were living, and then we flew into Texas. And my dad had like a month before school started, and my mom had already been, was already in school. So my dad decided because he had a month that he would, we would go cross country. That we flew into California, and we drove from California, Los Angeles, California, I believe it was, and we drove from Los Angeles, California, all the way to Woonsocket, Rhode Island. That is literally across the country, 2,000 plus miles, and like I don't remember what car it was. I don't remember if it was the car that we had from Hawaii, if it was a rental car. I can't remember. I really feel like it was like the car we had in Hawaii and they pretty much dumped it when they got to Texas because we put 2,000 miles on it in like two weeks and it was like an old beat up car as it was. So anyways, uh, long story short here, I had one of the greatest times that I can remember. Like I said, it's one of my most significant memories. It's one of the things that I really remember as like the kind of like the, 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 the moment where you, where you realize that you're a human being, you know, like where you come from. Uh, just kind of experiencing things and you're a being of some sort you don't know exactly what you are but you kind of realize that oh I have a life you know at like age five that's about when I was five it was 1986 so I was just thinking about that and I was just like those patterns are interesting you know you see like those things from like when I was five years old like that that time that I really enjoyed and spending the time with, and with, with my dad in the car translated to me finding solace and taking long trips uh, by myself I just like to I mean, well, I obviously would probably like to have my dad with me, but, you know, maybe he's there in spirit in some type of way, you know, in my mind. So whatever it is, I, just, I find it really interesting that patterns exist all around us. And the reason why I wanted to talk about patterns, because uh, obviously I think, you know, with that, I really try to look at patterns and I, I find my, that, you know, find patterns all around me. I really think that, you know, for me, and this isn't for everybody, but for me, what makes me um, who I am and what makes me, what has put me in the fields that I've been in, is that I really like to find patterns in life. You know, I like to find when, um, I like to f explore behaviors and explore the way things work, and I like to translate that into other realms of life, you know? So that's why I started off in the field of, of psychology, because you can kind of understand why people's behaviors are. And the, the interesting thing about that is when you find, at least for me, is like when you realize these patterns in people's behavior and you meet enough people, you all of a sudden can tell almost everything about somebody before you even actually like get to know them you under, you almost know exactly what their their past or their history is because if you meet if you recognize patterns you almost understand like okay this is how this goes maybe there's a couple of nuances because you know obviously there's billions of people in the world and there are some things that change but you understand like when you see how people act and you they tell you why they act the way they do or you just recognize patterns from when you were younger and you can see the way maybe you behave or you can, you know, if you have the, the, <laughs> the self-awareness, which not everybody has, but if you at least have the awareness to see how other people behave and how those behaviors 
and how those actions end up turning into uh, specific results that maybe they wanted or they didn't want. Or you can just really see how that works if you take, a, uh, take the time. And pattern recognition is something that you see in nature. The patterns, at least, I should say, are maybe not pattern recognition, but patterns you, you see everywhere in nature. So that's why I say it's important to at least try to practice pattern recognition in some way because nature is all about patterns. There's not really much that happens that's new in the, in the world. What happens that's new is essentially the two patterns colliding to create another pattern. But if you can recognize uh, these bases, if you can recognize these simple patterns that create these more complex patterns, you can pretty much tell, like I said, a lot of things about what's going to happen in the future. And I'm not trying to go psychic here. I know that sounds kind of frou-frou and weird. Like you can, tell the, you can tell the future. But you really can, though, if you really think about it. If you can go back and see, like, say, for instance, um, you can go back just to, like, say, the, the 30s when, think about it, like, back in the 30s, the biggest thing was, like, was, like, the radio, right? Like, every, because we didn't have TVs back then, obviously. So people, uh, like, the radio. So everything that we got in terms of news was through the radio. And then, you know, because we could do other things, because we were really busy people, because, like, you didn't have all, every, all the other motorized electronic stuff, right? And then we, uh, we became, and then we got into television, and we became more visual, and then because we got more visual, we found more products and things and, and ways that we can kind of chill out and not do as much, right? You can kind of sit, sit back and consume whatever was being uh, fed to you, and that's why they called it the boob tube, because you can just sit down and be a boob <laughs> and just uh, be fed. Uh, this, this, um, well, I guess, actually, if you really think about it, they call it the boob, if you really think about it, it could be the boob tube. Maybe this is why they called it that, or maybe I'm just making this up on the spot, but <laughs> more likely the latter than the former. But maybe they call it the boob tube because you just sit back like a, and get fed information like a little baby and you absorb it and you don't deny it or anything like that. Maybe, I don't know. But anyways, they call it the boob tube so you just, uh, you know, you obviously as I said, we found time, ways to like make life go a little bit faster. We found some ways to substitute what we do with our hands with mechanics and so because we had this found time, we decided to sit back and, and relax, right? We're uh, now eventually, we are, as you can see, we're kind of going back into this audio thing. People are starting to listen to more podcasts while they, uh, while they do work. Uh, people, when they watch YouTube, a lot of them report that they don't even actually watch the videos, they just listen to the audio. But you can see that the trend is starting to go back to where audio ty uh, type of uh, mediums are starting to come back out and uh, people are starting to get big off of audio. Obviously, you got Alexa as well. So you can see how patterns just kind of go back and forth. So if you can see the grander scheme of like people obviously trying to save as much time as possible and enjoy themselves as much as they can, you know, we went from enjoying ourselves in front of a television to uh, having our having our information fed to us while we do something that's maybe uh, in, uh, uh, more productive so that we in the future can have something that is uh, have the possibility of having something more fun available to us. So patterns are important and if you can see the, the world and the patterns that they are and not take it as personal that's like important is that like when things happen it's not necessarily personal it's just a simple person or simple uh, pattern being uh, being fulfilled I guess so to speak for lack of better words it's a simple pattern being executed so if you think about that it's just patterns being executed all around, all around you you can kind of start to sense the own pattern your own patterns in your own life and you can take a step back and see okay I've been doing this for X amount of time and every time I think I'm going to do X I end up doing Y and you can take a step back and say alright these patterns aren't working for me now it's a lot easier said than done right because if you're stuck in a pattern then you have to figure out not only an, a way to uh, get out of that pattern but you got to figure out a way to get a new pattern and you have to make that pattern more rewarding than the old pattern that's important it's very very important because a lot of people like say for instance I'm thinking about this now in my own context like you think about how people want to say that they want to like lose weight and they want to exercise right so 
they want to lose weight and they want to exercise, but in reality, they want to continue eating the way that they're eating, and they want to just maybe put in the work every once in a while and say that, all right, I'm making a change. But eventually, if you don't actually change that pattern, you don't make that reward big enough, well, then it ends up being, you end up going back to the original thing that you were doing. You have to make the reward big enough. And as I said, as, again, that is easier said than done, but you can't think about it as just like, oh, I can't make the reward big enough for myself. That's, the, that's a loser mentality. You know, you can figure out a way to make your rewards big enough to where you can actually succeed. Because at the end of the day, you're going to keep on doing it. You, you know, I mean, now, obviously, this is like, uh, like we're, we're going, I'm, I'm starting to get a little preachy here. But if you are thinking about like your life in a way that, all right, I would like to have it better, right? Like if you have a mindset where like, all right, you're not, ha- you're not exactly happy where you are. Well, then, as they say, like trying to repeat the same pattern and expecting a different result is, is, is futile, essentially, is what they say. So trying to do that same thing over and over again, even though it's a pattern that you know you can execute, you can't. <laughs> the problem is the fact that you have that security in, in executing this plan. And the key is to not seek that security of executing this plan, but rather trying to figure out how you can get dis- how you can become uncomfortable and experience discomfort for right now, just a little bit of discomfort right now of changing your pattern and actually executing on something uh, that is a little bit different so that you can have a different result. And that's at the end of the day what you're really going to have. So no matter what you want in life, it's like you really have to just plan ahead and think about those patterns of behavior and those patterns that you see in life and just try to run with them. Run with, the, run with the ones that work and don't run with the ones that don't work. And obviously the ones that don't work are the ones that you see are, and the people that are unhappy around you. That's like the people that are you know, spending money on stupid stuff to try to show off. And because, you know, <laughs> showing off to a lot of people, it might be one thing, but really, to people that are really like, you, I don't know what you want to call them. You want to call them enlightened. You want to call them conscious. You want to call them winners. Whatever you want to call them. People that matter. So let's, let's put it that way. People that matter don't really care if you're driving around a BMW or if you're driving around a, you know, uh, whatever car you're driving around. Now, if you want to do that, that's fine. If that's what makes you happy, that's what makes you happy. But if you're doing that, if you're driving around the car to make you happy, then that's the problem, you know, because at the end of the day, people don't care. And, you know, there could be a billion other BMWs out there that look exactly like yours, and then what's gonna, how, how are you going to be happy then? If you're going to be happy, you've got to be happy before you buy the BMW or buy whatever fancy thing you want to buy. I'm not knocking you if you want to buy it, but I'm knocking you if you're trying to buy it so that you can buy your own happiness. Because at the end of the day, that pattern that you see that people are running where they're trying to buy their own happiness or they're trying to fake themselves into happiness, that's not leading to happiness for any of them. A lot of them will tell you that it's not a happy existence. They always feel like they're behind the eight ball because they need to get the next thing or they need to be uh, showing that they're doing something that, you know, makes them quote unquote better. But you have to, you know, I hate to sound cliche, but the happiness is really inside of you. You really have to find that pattern that makes you feel the happiness without being influenced by other people and, the, and other stupid things like, you know, who has the best watch on or, you know, who has the best shoes on or whatnot. Like I said, it's important to, you know, feel good about yourself, but don't try to buy things externally to make you feel good about yourself. You should always start from the inside out. And you can start with that. Oh, here we go. We're going to circle back around. You can start with that physically by practicing exercise, any kind of exercise. That's the, that's the key because when you, and you, when you, that's the, like the quickest way to progress is to do something physically to make you sweat, to make you feel like, quote unquote alive to make you actually put in some kind of work some kind of sacrifice of some sort so that you may get something in return later now that sacrifice is going to be big at first 
you know, as we know with the patterns of exercise, I'm sure you've been through this pattern before where you work out and then you, you get sore and then you stop working out because you were sore. Well, you didn't pay the sacrifice. The sacrifice is that you, is the, the complete sacrifice is not only you working out and getting sweaty, but it's also you having to pay for not working out for all that time and that's that soreness. Now, I'm not saying you should be sore you know, to touch and you're not trying to kill yourself, but you get an idea. You've been through it before, you haven't killed yourself, you, but you do need to sacrifice in some type of way for you not being on point with your exercise routine. So, come full circle. We brought the exercise into it. I wasn't sure if I was going to get it in there, but we got it in there. It's very important to challenge yourself. It's very, very important to understand who you are and try to change your patterns, because if you're not happy, then it's obvious that you need to change your patterns. And the best way to do it, as I said, is in the gym, because that's where you get inside and you really see who you are, and it's really get a chance to challenge yourself in a physical way where you get to actually ch- you know, where you get to see the benefits right away, because you know you get the endorphins and stuff like that, and you get to feel that, that good feeling or whatnot, and you also are improving your health in the long run. So it's a win-win. It's a short-term feel-good thing, and it's also a long-term you live maybe a little bit longer because of it. So anyways, that's what I got for you today. No conclusion. We're going to end it right here. It's, a long, it's been a long day. As I said, the HVAC is not on point right now. We, um, I'm burning up in here, and uh, hopefully we'll get something situated. Uh, we're bumping. I got, the, I got the door open here, as you can hear everybody as we got driving by. But anyways, yeah, we're going to go ahead and finish this off here. You know, I really appreciate you listening. I really appreciate you listening to the uh, little mini version of my origin story and why I think patterns are important because uh, I, you know, really, patterns really point me in the direction of or point anybody in direction of where you should go. If you can look back at what you were doing before and what made you happiest, I guarantee you there's some form of that, and especially in 2019. You can pretty much do anything nowadays. So I'm pretty sure there's some form of that now. And if you can figure out how to make that happen in your life today, well, then I guarantee you that will bring you the most joy. And if you can uh, maybe take on some responsibility on top of that happiness, well, geez, I tell you, you're really doing some good things for the world. Because <laughs> obviously we know happiness is kind of like that selfish thing. It's a happiness is more about yourself and maybe thinking about yourself in the, maybe the near future. But I think and you're talking about when we're talking about fulfillment and uh, well-being, we're talking about yourself in a longer term. And a long term, longer term obviously involves the community around you. So you want to not only make yourself happy, but you also want to make the community around you happy because eventually they can help you out at the very minimum, even if they don't help you out one bit because you shouldn't really go into helping people out with any expectation except for, except for that they don't talk mess about you. <laughs> really, that's the best way to look at it. It's like if you just want to go in there and thinking that you owe everybody everything, you know, in a way, I'm not saying I have some kind of like, you know, whatever, uh, what do you call that? Some kind of um, complex or something like that. I don't mean kind of complex. But, you know, I try to approach everything like I owe somebody something. And that, at the very minimum, I'm trying to keep them from talking shit about me <laughs> when I, or talking mess about me when I'm not paying attention, you know? So, or at least at the very minimum, if, they're, if they are saying something about me, it's neutral. Like, ah, oh, I train with Jerry. So, prevent the negative by playing offense (laughs) and doing what you can to make sure that the people around you are happy as well as making sure that you're happy as well. You know what? I do have something for you in the conclusion. I want to talk about that that whole situation. I have a specific story that I want to tell about making sure that the people are happy around you. It actually happened to me just the other day not too far from here, uh, from this gym. So let's go ahead and uh, pick back up. I will throw, this is an interesting uh, conversation with my microphone today. <laughs> so uh, if, you, if you think you want to do something like this, if you want to put out a podcast of uh, whatever you want to talk about, whether it be uh, how you just tried frog legs for the first time or how you learned how to change your own carburetor. Do they have carburetors in car? I don't think they have carburetors. How you learned how to change your own radiator. 
<laughs> by watching YouTube. Maybe you can have a podcast. Whatever your podcast is, maybe you were thinking about starting one, and I would highly encourage you to do it. And if you do so, I would definitely love to you to tell me about it. Shoot me an email, whatnot, and let me know because I'd love to hear it. But anyways, uh, I, I got you. Uh, I have some idea. Excuse me. I have the instructions on how to do it, and a little bit about who I do it through. Coming up next, I'll catch you on the other side. Yeah, buddy. So yeah, I was going on. <laughs> yeah, I guess you, uh, if you when it sometimes you just you feel the the mojo and you just keep it going. So, anyways, look, I have a little story that I want to tell you about, like that whole well, not really. I guess it's in relation to patterns, but it's more so about like your community and thinking about your future. So, I I, I went up, uh, down the street. I wanted to get something uh, made, uh, some printing made. I was down at the uh, printing press down the street. And as I walked in there, you know, I felt a weird vibe. And then um, I had to go get something from my car. Came back, and the guy that was behind me was in front of me. And he, you know, he was talking to the people. And he just they had a heated, escal- heated encounter that pretty that quickly escalated into something that shouldn't have escalated as much as it did. And the reason for that being, obviously, uh, when you have people that are escalating, it's not one person's fault over the other persons, and obviously both people. But it could have, been, could have been simply avoided if these people would have been just like a little conscientious about the future. You see, the guy, he had something that was not printed correctly. So he told the guy how, he told one of the employees how frustrated he was because he had been going there for a while. And from there, he really thought that, you know, because he had told him he'd been going there for a while, he can get his way. So the you know the employee kind of sensed that and he he kind of pushed back a little bit towards the guy and it went to a pretty heated exchange from there. Now if you're people like I get I guess I get it, you know, some people feel real familiar with their customers and maybe that could happen, but I really feel that is something that you probably don't want to address in front of someone that is a, another customer. You know, maybe you might have that issue where you having something going on instead of like you know, raising your voice and having an altercation in front of a customer you can probably think about uh, maybe let's email about this you know or maybe let's go ahead and squash this right now sorry about that we'll uh you know fix that problem right away and you know in the future <laughs> you know a lot of businesses will just charge you more and they won't even tell you they'll charge you more on something else that would cost you know they would charge you the difference I wouldn't do that, but I know that businesses that do that. You kind of find that out once you get into the into the business community. You're like, oh, that's what you do. That's kind of wild. So um, <laughs> that's the, the the issue here, though. As I said, it's, it's not the money. It's the fact that this gentleman didn't think about the reputation of the business. He didn't think about what was going to happen in the future. He wasn't really concerned about his community. He was concerned with himself at that point in time. And that just goes to show that the culture in there, and you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I don't want to knock them because they're really nice people. I know them. But unfortunately, they, they don't have a culture of safety. They, the, the, it seems like uh, they're, they're, what's going on is essentially that they're, the employees don't feel like they're being backed up. And so whenever they get messed up or whenever they maybe make a mistake, 
they feel like they have to take it out on the customer instead of owning up to that responsibility. Because if they owned up to the, you know, if they felt safe, they would obviously own up to the responsibility. And they feel like, you know, if they mess up, their boss wouldn't be upset about it, and they can just, you know, tell their tell their customer like, hey, you know, sorry about that. I'll take it up with my manager, my boss, and we'll be good. You know, you know, maybe the boss will be like, hey, you know, you know, make sure you should check blah 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 next time or you know, whatever. Right? Wouldn't be that big of a deal. But because that person did not feel safe, he was more concerned about himself than the community around him. He didn't care about, like, if he, at that point in time, he didn't care if the business went under, if the, if the business looked bad because he was arguing with a customer. He just cared that he felt like he was dominating in something or felt like he was in control of something because obviously he did not feel control at his job in general so it's just something to consider you know it's like just an observation that i had that's something to consider like it's important to a feel safe when you're in the business and when you're in a business uh but also b really understand like whatever you do has an effect in that you that whatever you end up taking into action has to be something that is maybe not well well thought out it doesn't have to be something that you ponder uh, pontificate for like weeks at a time but if you can think about something that will really help you grow and something that will really help you become a better citizen and a better helper to the community around you that's where you really are winning you know I mean because you don't help yourself at all if you're trying to if you're going on the defense defense never helps the only defense is a good offense if you can score more points than the other team then you're going to win every time because, you know, a 0-0 game is not a good game. It's not a fun game to watch, of course, and it's also eventually going to end. A 0-0 game, eventually somebody's going to have to score, and somebody's going to be real salty when somebody else scores on them when you're playing a defensive game, right? But if you're playing an offensive game where someone is like, ah, I'm going to try to do good for you, and I'm going to do good for you, and I'm going to do good for you because, you know, offense is positive, right? Points positive unless we're talking about golf but anyways if you're doing good things and you just kind of quote unquote kill them with kindness or just don't even you know don't you know if they're playing defense on you with defensive moves you know you play offense on them with uh, offensive moves you be kind you be kind to them and eventually that defense has to turn into offense right eventually they're going to realize that they can't they can't hold you they can't hold you down and they're going to have to score points right so the best defense is a good offense, and it's always good to just try to be as, as kind as you can with people and try to consider that you aren't just you, but you are you that spans into the future. And uh, we don't know exactly the, det- uh, the exact time frame of you in the future, but we know that you do stand as, uh, span into the future at least five minutes, <laughs> if not longer than that. So think about it. You've got really, you to you really be someone that is conscientious we talked about that yesterday conscientious of like what you're doing and really putting in the effort to understand what your actions have to do with not only yourself at the time but you as a community of people as well as the actual community of people that live in your neighborhood so that is what i have for you today i really do appreciate you listening and and it's in this in this podcast entirety I know this was a uh, longer one, but like I said, sometimes you feel it. And I, I tell you, like not having this HVAC today, not having any air today, I guess I had some time to really ponder and think, and maybe I'm just in my own zone. I'm probably going to listen to this later on and be like, what the heck was I talking about? Uh, but probably not. I feel like this is a pretty coherent 
uh, a pretty coherent rant here, if you want to call it a rant. So anyways, as I said, I appreciate you listening. You know, you can uh, subscribe to this podcast real easily. I don't know how you're, what you're listening to, but I'm pretty sure you can scroll around, do a little clicking, and you can find out how to click, how, how one of your clicks can turn into a subscribe. And I would appreciate it if you can figure that out real soon. <laughs> Anyways, yes, uh, whenever you're listening to this, I hope you're having a good one. And as always, keep good company.